0: Serious XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. good afternoon, everybody. It's it's hanging fruit. It's a layup. I'm not sure, you know, uh, I've killed them enough. Everybody's killing them right now, deservedly so. But the Nets have to, they they, got to shake it up. The franchise has to shake it up, led by that enabling owner. Uh, the GM, uh, I don't know what the answer is. Uh, the first thing I would do, I would never ever uh, pay Irving. You got to pay him next year. He's got a contract for thirty-six million dollars. I would never give him an extension. I think he's poison. Uh, that's that's I'm number one. Uh, the bigger issue with the Nets here is that you know they're going to sit there and tell you that Simmons and Joe Harris back next year, and they're going to sit there and tell you that uh, you know we'll be better with the full season under our belt. With the Nets, it's always something. Uh, they were ambushed. In this series by Boston, they were careless. Uh, you know, Celtics obviously were better than anybody really thought. A lot of people thought the Nets would beat Boston in seven games. Uh, you know, a lot of people thought that because of the two superstars, and nobody really quite knew how to take the Celtics 28 7 run in their last 35 games. And I think that's fair. I mean, you know, they played really well late in the year, they played very good defense, they looked like a different team. But until you see them in postseason play, you never quite know how to read that. Uh, You know, the schedule is what it is in the NBA. Motivation for teams, you know, fluctuates club to club, game to game, road trip to road trip. So you never quite know how to understand or look at uh, a stretch of games where you play that well, especially late in the year in the second half of the season. everybody tries hard early. It's that second half where they pace themselves and they sort of try to get to the finish line healthy. So it's hard to read Boston. So nobody really quite... I didn't know how to quite expect how they were going to play. And obviously right now the Celtics, I mean, they got to look at a championship team. I mean, I think the Boston-Milwaukee series, when it happens, is going to be a great, great series because, you know, the Bucks have already won a championship. They got Giannis. Middleton will come back eventually. Uh, that will be out of a series. That's neither here nor there. I thought this series... Was would be a hell of a series because obviously with Duran and uh, Kyrie, you figured that the Nets would, you know, they'd have a puncher's chance. And theoretically, from a score perspective, they did. Uh, you know, they had a, a chance there with a three-point lead late in game one. They had a, a 17-point lead uh, and an eight-point lead in the fourth quarter in game two. Uh, the last two games, you know, their spirit was uh, ripped out from under them. They didn't play with a lot of conviction. Uh, they, they didn't quit last night, but not with a lot of conviction. Uh, In games three and four, but I don't think anybody saw the Celtics beating the Nets this badly or beating them 4-0. And so, you know, some, some of this is the Celtics. They got the look of a championship team right now. Tatum, and I said this the other day, I'll say it again tomorrow morning and I'll say it with you here this afternoon. I thought that maybe he still had some work to do to be a top 10 player in the league. I was dead wrong. Uh, You know, I was thinking Durant and Curry and LeBron and, you know, uh, onward we go. I was, I I was, uh, Giannis, I mean, I was completely, Embiid, I was completely wrong. I mean, uh, Tatum has shown he's a top 10 player. He was magnificent in this series, his best player on the court with all the things that he did And Boston, did a hell of a job. Uh, But still, that doesn't explain, that doesn't uh, excuse the Nets for, you know, and I know they've had a couple of injuries and Simmons is a mess. And, you know, you can't have him on. I mean, it, it's sick when you see Bird in the old days, basically off timeouts, got to lay on the ground uh, to go out there and play uh, in, in postseason series. And I know there's a, quote-unquote, a mental component. I guess is what Nash said regarding the whole thing with Simmons. But the Simmons thing is a mess. Kyrie, uh, you know, at least he admitted yesterday to a degree, distractions, that maybe he was part of it indirectly. Now, I don't think anybody in uh, who likes the Nets wants to have Kyrie Irving run the ball club. I mean, well, I'll co-manage it. With, um, uh, with Durant. These are the same two guys who got Atkinson fired. Atkinson found his footing with the Warriors. He's an assistant, but uh, got himself fired. Atkinson's a very good coach. Did a good job with Brooklyn. He never got swept in a postseason series, I can tell you that. And they got him fired because they didn't want to play for him. And they brought Nash in. And if, you know, Nash might be the nicest guy uh, in the world. I mean, he's very inexperienced and had a lot of issues uh, in the last uh, couple years and certainly a lot of issues here in this postseason series. He was completely outcoached. Now, listen. Uh, again, he had some issues. Uh, you know, he only had uh, the—they never played together, the team and everything else. So it's hard to throw everything at his at his at his feet. Sounds like he's going to be back next year, despite the fact that Kyrie didn't even have the courtesy to give him a little. Shout out uh, in his post-press conference yesterday while Durant did. uh, He said, you know, how can anybody blame Steve? Are you serious? I mean, blah, 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 blah. Well, the bottom line is, you don't want to blame Nash, but Nash never really showed you um, a distinctive quality that would make him a good coach. I mean, what are the Nets are they a defensive team? Are they a team that, uh, you know, shares the ball? They're an isolation team. Get the board of the two guys and get the hell out of the way. I mean, that's what the, exactly what the Nets are. They, they don't play great defense. They don't have a, a, a toughness about them that you'd like. You know, he got desperate the last two days by giving Blake Griffin minutes who hadn't played in weeks. Uh, it, it, it just didn't seem right that the team was running efficiency, running with efficiency the last few... And he has to take, he has to take responsibility for that. Now, whether the Nets... Let's go out there and the owner, who's got his own issues, uh, again, uh, go back to what the ESPN.com story said with the two authors from the Game of Shadows, uh, you know, uh, last week they basically, you know, I mean, the owner's tied in with the Chinese government. I mean, that's all there's to it. Uh, he's a Canadian citizen, but he's, he's he's in partnership with that Chinese government with censorship and, you know, keeping, uh, you know, destroying those poor Muslims there and part of the country and the whole thing with Taya. He's part of it. I mean, there's no way around it. Um, you can't I mean, that's what the story said. Everybody has said that. So uh, that worries you. They have enabled with Kyrie on the one set. He can't play any games, but then when they had all these injuries and they got in a situation where they were worried about their record, then he can play the road games. I mean, they've been a big enabling organization, you know, and they have to sit there now and they got to take responsibility. They brought Harden in, they let Harden run the team, then they got rid of Harden because he was mad. I mean, the Nets are a mess. I mean, I like to give Durant a pass. Now, Durant played poorly in this series, and you want to sit there if you're a fan and you want to, you know, knock him out of your top 10 all time, and you want to now compare him with Curry? Curry won a championship without Durant. Durant has not won a championship without Curry. You can make that argument if you wish. Uh, I I don't like it myself. But if you want to make that argument, you can. That Cleveland team was a disaster when the Warriors beat them in the finals the one year. I mean, he had nobody. LeBron. He had Anton. He had Antoine Jameson as his power forward. I mean, D- DelaDova. I mean, he had nobody on the team. I mean, the team was a disaster. Uh, but, uh, you know, nobody, uh, and that's the team that the Warriors beat in six games and he went down two games to one, uh, in that series. But again, uh, if you want to go that argument with Durant, Curry won one and without Durant, and Durant has a one without Curry. I mean, listen, you know, Durant's the guy who's bounced around. Curry stayed in one spot. So if you want to say that, you certainly can say that. About Durant. I like to give Durant a pass. I think all Durant cares about is playing. Uh, I don't think Durant is that wrapped up in any of the other nonsense. I think he just wants to play. I think he'd play 80 games if it was his choice. And, you know, the Nets obviously, you know, only want to play these guys, you know, 50 55 games, even when they're healthy. Uh, and the Nets, listen, this is a disaster. They got a terrible home court advantage. They are not a big factor in the, in the truck. Excuse me, in the tri-state area. If anybody tells you they are, they don't live here because they're not. If anybody tells you that the Nets are a big deal in New York, they, they don't know anything about it. They're much bigger deal nationally than they are locally. I mean, that's just the way. I, I, even if they had the two great stars on the team, uh, it's still a it's a Knicks town. I mean, uh, the Nets are the Nets are behind the Rangers. I mean, I, I you know I don't want uh, Giants, Jets, Yankees, Mets. We all know no way. Nobody touches those four. The Knicks are five, and the Rangers are six. Uh, You know, the Nets are ahead of the Islanders, but I mean... I never heard of St. John's and the Devils, but I can make the arg. I can make the fair argument that the Nets are no better than seventh in New York. And anybody tells you differently, they're just doing that because they're, you know, they're Evan Roberts. I mean, uh, that's all they are. And again, to me, uh, Kyrie is your problem. He's a big part of the issue. The issue is ownership and the GM have enabled those players from the get go, and they have gotten nothing out of them. Uh, They basically let that franchise, they let the players, uh, you know, uh, walk all over them, and that's a major problem, and they have to be in a situation where they got to, you know, make the players play 75, 60, 76 games. They got to lay down the law that this is not going to be accepted. This is the way we're going to run our ball club. You don't like it. Get the hell out. And the Nets don't do that. And the Nets, you know, for their softness as an organization, which they have created, they've gotten nothing out of it. If the Nets won two championships or got to a final once in a while, I'd say, you know what? I mean, sometimes you got to appease the big star. If that's what they have to do, that's what they have to do. The Nets haven't done anything. I mean, last year they had the whole team banged up, fair enough, but they lost, second round of Milwaukee. Uh, you know, who won the championship? I understand that. And they had some injuries, so I get that. But this year it's been a complete mess. I mean, it's a complete, they're hardening, they brought hardening, they make the Simmons trade. It's a disaster. They should all be embarrassed. If you run that team, if you're, if you're involved in the management or the coaching or the ownership of that team, you should not stick your head outside for about a month with the six people who care. In Brooklyn, because you've done a horrific job. There's only around it. you done it, and that includes Nash. You've done a horrific job. I mean, I hate to put Durant in that category because I love Durant. I think he's a good kid, and I think he wants to do well. He had a horrific series here, though. You want to put him in there? Go ahead. He tied his wagon to Kyrie, so he gets he, he has to take the hits for that. And Irving, folks. I mean, again, he's the he's the, he's, the, he's, the, he's the you know he's the ghost in the room. I mean, let's call it like we see it. I mean, Kyrie Irving is a, he's poison. On a team. He's absolute poison. Forget Simmons. He's another disaster, but uh, he's a complete disaster, Simmons. You're not winning with a guy like Simmons. First off, the way he plays is a mess. And now, who knows when you're going to say whether it's an injury, whether it's mental health. Nobody's really got an idea what's up with him. And plus, he can't shoot, he can't make his free throws, and he can't play him in the last seven minutes of a close game. So uh, he can't have that. So that's a disaster. Now, listen, Harden's been awful for Philadelphia, so let's keep that in the mix here too. But Kyrie's your issue. You know, basketball is not his number one priority. He wants to be Gandhi. I mean, basketball is not his number one priority. For a guy making $35 million a year. Boy, you pay me $35 million. I'll make it my number one priority. But basketball's not his number one priority. Told the to it. He plays when the moon hit. he plays when the mood hits, is what he does. And he takes everybody else along with him. And he's just, he's, he's poison on the team. You can't win. He, he was poisoned with Boston. He was poisoned before LeBron got to Cleveland. He was poisoned now. He's just, he's poison, And he's great. And when he's when, when the mood hits him and he's in a right environment, uh, Cleveland against the Warriors, you know, he's as good as anybody. And that includes Curry, where he was better than in the final. But that's an isolated five or six game a month period where you go through a postseason series. That's not the case here. You got to have him with this team set an example with the way him and Durant play. He's got to be playing. He's got to play 75 games, you know, not take a week off for a birth family birthday party, not because he's distraught because of the capital scenario on January 6th. One of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my life. I mean, you know, he's got to play basketball has got to be it and it never will be. And as a result of that, he's a disaster. And if, if, I, if it was me, I get him the hell out of there. He would not be on my team, and I and I I understand talent. I get it. You know, it's hard to it's hard to you know it's hard to get that kind of talent. And he is phenomenal. It's hard to get that, but it's not worth your. It's not worth. He's not worth it. He's a pain in the ass. You got to get him off. And he's a distraction. He's polarizing. You have to get. You got to get him. The hell, you got to get him out. Now they're not going to do that. What the Nets won't do is give him the $258 million. Even they're not dumb enough to do that. That owner, who was an enabler himself, he won't do that. He won't do that, I don't think. And Marks would do what the owner tells him to do. You know. Uh, and so uh, Marks would do what the players tell him fire Atkinson. Marks fires Atkinson. He should be. I mean, he should be. That was a disgrace what they did to Atkinson. And they get what they deserve. Nash has been. Let's be honest. I, I like. Everybody says Nash is the greatest guy in the world. Nash has not done a good job here. I mean, uh, the, 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 the proof's in the pudding. He's not done a good job. All right, last year he had some injuries. He didn't work around it, lost to Milwaukee uh, in a seventh game in his building. This year they were a mess injuries or no injuries, and they got swept. And Marks got rid of Atkinson for Nash. So he's got to take the hit here too. But the first way to cleanse the Nets, the first thing you got to do, if it was my team and I want to put together a winning. Representative ball club that is, you know, that my seven Nets fans can appreciate. The first thing that I do is I get Irving off the team. That's the first thing I do. Durant signed. He signed. I'll, I'll find a. I'll, I'll find a running mate for Durant. I don't want it to be Irving. I want him out. Now they won't do that. I want him out. And if he pledges, well, I'll play seventy five games next year, I'll do everything I can, blah, blah, blah. Nonsense. If he does that, the only reason he's gonna do that is he wants that contract extension last year's was last year. Thirty six million. He wants that two fifty eight after that. So I wouldn't trust him. And he'd be bored. You think he wants to go to Sacramento, Portland, and Detroit on a road trip in January? Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, find some reason. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82.